1280 The Patriot. AM 1280 The Patriot is WWTC Minneapolis St. Paul. FM 107.5 K298CO Minneapolis. Intelligent Radio. With SRN News, I'm Jeremy House in Washington. Christians around the world celebrated an Easter Sunday upended by the coronavirus without the usual crowded church masses and large family gatherings. Others still assembled in groups but took precautions to try to avoid infection. Also on SRNews.com, health officials say 657 more people in England have died from the new coronavirus, raising the total U.K. deaths to over 10,000. Britain's Health Secretary Matt Hancock says former staff have rallied to boost the National Health Service's capacity. We have record numbers of returners coming back and rejoining the NHS. Over 5,000 former staff are now back on the NHS front line, and over 36,000 have come forward to enlist. There are some signs of hope that the coronavirus infection rate is plateauing in New York, but the state is still wrapping up its worst week in death so far since the outbreak began. This is SRN News. Mike Gallagher sees nothing but resistance. We better be prepared because the next big decision is going to be when to open the country up. And I can promise you that will be met with howls of protest from the other side. No matter what the president and his team decide, it's going to be met with rage. They're already ginning up their anger. They're blaming all of this on Trump. It's his fault. The Mike Gallagher Show, weekdays at 8 on AM 1280, The Patriot. Intelligent Radio. Right now, if you go to the homepage at am1280thepatriot.com, you can see the latest updates surrounding COVID-19. Just go to our website and click on COVID-19 updates and resources. Good Easter Sunday afternoon. It's just past 4 o'clock here in the Twin Cities. Let's take a look at your forecast from the Great Plains Windows and Doors Weather Center. We are in a winter storm warning all day long. We reach a high of 32. And we got the Victory Hour with Andrew Parker coming up next right here on The Patriot. AM 1280, The Patriot. Whoa, look at all these options. You can fill an entire warehouse with all the different ways you can stream The Patriot. Top shelf choices include am1280thepatriot.com, our free app, and radio.com. Using propane appliances can significantly lower a home's energy consumption, making it easier to achieve zero net energy and deliver premium performance to homeowners. You can lower energy costs by up to $240 annually using a propane tankless condensing water heater compared to a heat pump water heater. To learn more about rebates available and to find a dealer near you, go to discoverpropanemn.com. That's discoverpropanemn.com. When you're diagnosed with metastatic breast cancer, a million questions flood your mind. How can this be happening? Am I going to be able to work? What's a subtype? What do I do now? We know. We went through it, too. But once you start to understand your options... You can partner with your doctor and find ways to face MBC on your own terms. Visit findyourmbcvoice.com and learn how to speak up and have a more informed conversation with your doctor. Some questions have answers. Visit findyourmbcvoice.com to find some of yours. Hi, it's Keith Hittner Sr. here. Tune in on Sundays at noon for your Real Estate Chalk Talk, where we study the science of buying and selling real estate and the art of living in your home. Get the solid real estate facts you need from Keith Hittner Sr. and Keith Hittner Jr. of Colwell Banker Burnett and their team of experts. Tune in to Real Estate Chalk Talk on AM 1280 The Patriot every Sunday at 12 noon. Brought to you by the Hittner Group, the number one Colwell Banker Group in the nation. Online at HittnerGroup.com. And tune in to Real Estate Chalk Talk every Sunday at 12 noon on AM 1280 The Patriot. 
Hello, I'm Mark Stoneman, president of WNAV Audiovisual. WNAV Audiovisual provides equipment and technicians for events of all sizes, from a handful of people to large ballrooms and convention centers as well. We also provide installation services for churches, schools, and corporations. No matter how many people are at your event, WNAV has the technicians and expertise along with the equipment to make each event successful. Audiovisual services include equipment such as sound systems, microphones, projection systems with screens, laptops, draping, lighting, and all the related equipment, and also web streaming services. So your meeting can go beyond the four walls of your space. WNAV Audiovisual, where your meeting is our business. Please contact us at wnav-video.com. Take your favorite Patriot hosts with you wherever you go by downloading our app. Listen to your favorite shows, see our social media posts, enter exclusive contests, and more. Just search for AM 1280 The Patriot in the App Store. The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. It's time now for a smart plane talk regarding politics, Israel, and the law. This is the Victory Hour with Andrew Parker of Parker Daniels Keyboard. Wise counsel, winning results. Now, here's your host, Andrew Parker. I'm impressed with my attorney, Bernie. I'm impressed with his influential friends. He's got very big connections. It's Sunday, 4 o'clock. And what does that mean? That means it's the best hour in radio of the week. It is the victory hour. I'm Andrew Parker, and uh, every Sunday, indeed, Easter Sunday as well, we come to you talking politics, Israel, and the law. This week, no different. Smart Plane Talk, 4 o'clock every Sunday. And uh, this Sunday, we are honored, privileged to have a very special guest in the My Pillow Guy. And much more than that, he is, and we'll talk about that during the show. Uh, Mike Lindell will be joining us on the show today. And this is also a special show because this week we are live. We are live on Facebook this week. Every week, we obviously are, 1280 a.m., The Patriot, and from 6 to 7 p.m., replayed on Freedom 1570. You can uh, hear the show again. But this week, we start our launch of being live on Facebook. So go to the Victory Hour. You know, you pick your favorite smart device, your desktop, your laptop, or the smart phone that we've got here. And you go to Facebook and you put in the Victory Hour. Follow us. Like us. Join us each week. And you can have real-time talk through the Internet. What an amazing thing. Ask Al Gore about it. (laughs) Amazing thing, isn't it? Uh, So we already have many followers, and uh, on this inaugural Facebook show, 
As I say, we're honored to have Mike Lindell. Next week on the show, we're going to have Republican Party Chairwoman Jennifer Carnahan will be joining us to talk about COVID-19, the effect on the party specifically, but, but also on the upcoming elections and how she sees it. It should be a very interesting discussion. You know, I want to talk to you before we're joined by Mike Lindell. I want to talk to you this week about what we are facing, the scourge that we face, and how we are attacking it. Is it the best, smartest response? We are relying on scientists, doctors, epidemiologists. We are relying on our elected officials as well. These are public policy issues. They are also life and death issues, as many public policy issues are. We have shut down our economy over this issue. Let's look at some of the numbers. There are 330 million people in the United States About 550,000 have contracted the uh, coronavirus, at least as recorded. There are nearly 21,700 deaths that have been recorded across the country, across the 330 million that live in the U.S., and about half of those deaths in New York and New Jersey. The predictions now are, although they were far, far different earlier on, just a few weeks ago, they are that that number will about triple to about 60,000 likely deaths. That's what the models are showing now as things begin to plateau and, God willing, go down in terms of the number of deaths. In Minnesota... We have 5.64 million people. That is the uh, population total as of 2019. 1,242 confirmed cases in Minnesota as of yesterday. And 57 have died as a result of COVID-19, or at least as that has been recorded. And there's big dispute about that as well. People claim if you... that that the number is overestimated. Others claim it's underestimated. But the official total is 57. In the last day, seven have died. Five of them, though, in nursing homes. That does not mean it is any less of a tragedy, because it isn't. But five of them were in nursing homes, and the median age of those who have died, the median age in Minnesota, is in the mid-80s. Looks to be 87. All of that is telling. The governor has shut down the state through at least May 4th, based on those numbers, expecting by these modelers that the numbers are going to go through the roof. And the model that is being followed by the governor reflects that 22 thousand will die in Minnesota. We only have 57 at this point, most of which, a large percentage, 
in nursing homes. They certainly do need to be cared for and taken better care of in light of this coronavirus and deal with lockdown situation there. But 22,000. Now, the IHME model, the one that's been uh, the most accurate out of Seattle and the Gates Foundation commissioned, uh, indicates that uh, in Iowa, the, the model shows about 750, 760 deaths. Well, the model the governor here is going based on, as I understand it, is is 22,000 deaths. Really? Iowa to Minnesota? That big of a difference? Why would that be? Well, I, I, I think it's a little ridiculous. I, I, I can't imagine that it would be. 17 times more deaths in Minnesota than Iowa. Hmm. And let's take perspective on this for a minute. Every death is a tragedy, there's no question. And this is a very serious virus, which we knew little about, we know more about, but we still know little. The flu, the flu takes 40,000 lives, 50,000, 55,000 a few years ago, lives every year, every year. And those lives, by the way, are just as important as these lives. And it's tragedy. Automobiles, something that we invite, we go out and use every day, openly, and encouragingly take 38, 39, 40,000 deaths respectively over the last three years nationally. And every one of those lives is just as important. Now, I say none of this to minimize the disaster, the despair, frankly, that we are in right now in facing something we know so little about. And I also don't say it to cause us to change course, but I do say it to gain some perspective because at the end of the day, these are public policy decisions that are being made. And they need to be made for the common good. We have a social contract, government to the people, you remember Jean-Jacques Rousseau who wrote of it in 1760s and, and John Locke as well before that? We have a social contract one to another to engage public policy for the common good. And you need to start to question is the economic despair, and it's not about Oh, the rich people making less money. No, that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about people whose life dreams could very well be ruined. And death and destruction could come from that. Including huge increases in depression, suicide, drug use. And this isn't just pablum, talk. Studies have been done. There are a number of them. I have them listed. I've, re- I've done some research on this. And it shows that the despair can be cataclysmic. 
When people start pulling all their money out of banks, when banks start to tighten up on credit, when there is no more money to go around, and if we're talking about 12 to 18 months, even six months of what we're currently dealing with, we have to take a serious look. I'm not advocating for it. I'm saying we have to take a very serious look and be open when you put in perspective the death and despair that we are facing and what we face every day, even without the coronavirus. Well, we're going to be right back. We're going to take a quick break. If you haven't joined us and you're listening in on 1280 AM, The Patriot, or maybe you're live streaming, follow us on Facebook. Yeah, go to Facebook. We're live. We're going to be right back. In the meantime, while you're at your desktop or you're on your smartphone, Flip through it there and go to ParkerDK.com, Parker Daniels Keyboard, an often referred to award-winning website. Hey, I got my number two pencils here. I got my yellow pad. Pull yours out and jot this down. Give us a call, 651-289-4488. We'll be right back. AM 1280, The Patriot. Mark Twain once quipped, a lie can travel halfway around the world while the truth is still putting on its shoes. When you are lied about and it spreads, the resulting mayhem and destruction can be, and often is, disastrous. Hi, this is Andrew Parker, co-founder of the Parker Daniels Keyboard Law Firm. I recently handled a high-profile defamation lawsuit on behalf of a luxury home real estate agent whose business was decimated by falsehoods spread about him. After nearly two years of litigation and two weeks of trial, the jury came back with a verdict of more than $2 million for our client. Parker Daniels Keyboard. We litigate cases, we try cases, and we win cases. With a record of excellence in achieving extraordinary results, Parker Daniels Keyboard lawyers have consistently won huge verdicts for its clients in the areas of defamation, civil rights violations, regulatory battles, and intellectual property theft. For wise counsel and winning results, contact us at Parker Daniels Keyboard, premier law firm in downtown Minneapolis. If you could do one thing that changed you forever, would you? How about something extraordinary? Set a clear new vision for yourself this year and join Dr. Sebastian Gorka on the Stand with Israel tour this December 2nd to 11th. Journeying through one of the most politically and spiritually significant places in the world, you'll see over 40 iconic sites straight from Holy Scripture. Reserve your spot today. Register at am1280thepatriot.com. Join Gene Sullivan each week on Where You Live, where he takes on... Uh, Gene, who do you take on anyway? Maniacal landlords, slippery renters, overbearing HOA boards, demanding homeowners. Oh, and the legislative lunacy brought on by local politicians wanting to fix everything for us. It's a common sense perspective on the news and stories that affect you the most, right where you live. Join Gene Sullivan every Saturday morning at 10 a.m. on AM 1280, The Patriot. Is a verbal contract really only as good as the paper it's written on? This is Andrew Parker from the Parker Daniels Keyboard Law Firm. I recently represented a client in a claim for unpaid compensation. He was promised payment of $1.8 million in bonuses. 
His employer refused to pay, citing no written contract. We went to work. After investigation and litigation, we won the case and recovered $2.3 million for our client. Our experienced trial lawyers at Parker Daniels Keyboard have secured major victories in state and federal courts across the country. We have legal expertise in all types of business disputes, labor and employment matters, real estate matters, and financial transactions and appeals. For wise counsel and winning results, contact us at Parker Daniels Keyboard, a premier law firm that provides efficient, aggressive, and innovative solutions to complex legal problems. Go to ParkerDK.com. County and I drive the main road searching in the sun for another overload I hear you singing in the wire I can hear you we are back with Glenn Campbell this week and the Wichita linemen. They're having some issues down there in Kansas, by the way. I don't know if you've heard about that. But for a moment, we complete our listening of Mr. Campbell. It's beautiful. We're all getting a vacation now, I'll tell you. To reinvigorate the rest break of capitalism. That's what, uh, that's what we're, well, I don't want to say enjoying because few of us are. But let's uh, take a look at it again as the theme of this show is perspective. Let's take a look at it from an optimistic perspective. No winners and losers. People are at home. No capitalism fighting for this and that. No sports even. And it is uh, time to rejuvenate, recalibrate, reinvigorate, and get ready because uh, maybe we'll have a different perspective in uh, loving intention for our fellow, for our fellow man, fellow woman, after uh, this hopefully uh, soon comes back to normal. And that is a perspective that I wish for everyone this uh, Easter Sunday. You know, I was talking on the other side of the break about the cost-benefit analysis uh, that we have to do when we're analyzing public policy decisions and issues. We do that as the deaths mount on our highways and streets, and we continue to sell and use cars. Uh, We do that when we continue to allow uh, and not shut down and take enormous actions which would reduce flu deaths each year We could do that. We could take actions like this, keeping people separate, 
There may be other action, actions that I'm not even aware of, frankly, uh, to reduce the number of flu deaths that have been deemed to be too costly. And so we have all but accepted that we take the vaccine every year and we have 40 or 50,000 deaths every year across the country. Because the cost of taking steps to reduce that by 5,000 people, which are, that's a real number of people, nearly double the number that were lost in 9-11. Of course, it's entirely different, and one doesn't really compare to the other, but just talking sheer numbers uh, of deaths. So it gives us a perspective to consider how much cost are we willing to accept And that becomes the question mark for the reduction of X number of deaths. And I'll tell you, uh, the models that have come out have caused us to engage in extensive redirection of our entire economy. A, shutting it down, but B, bringing in the military, calling on a a national emergency and all of the legal implications that relate to that. Listen, hospital beds. We have over eight times what it turns out the new models now say we need. ICU beds. 6.4 times more. Ventilators, 40 times more than it appears now we will need, although they may need to be moved around from where they are. Now, this doesn't minimize what has happened, and it may well be that down the trail things get far worse. But in terms of what the scientists are now showing, That does not appear to be the case. And we have lost 16 million jobs. Mental health issues are on the extreme rise. Abuse issues, alcoholism issues. Not to mention the anecdotal stories of people on the verge of having to file bankruptcy. And if this lasts for 60, 90, 120 more days, their small business will not be able to make it. Their lifelong dreams of being a playwright or an actress. Uh, I saw someone interviewed the other day in an off-Broadway small theater. It's been shut down. All those people shut down. They don't have a lot of extra money saved up. They have nowhere to go. We have to consider that as well when we do a cost-benefit analysis here. And that's what the president is going to be faced with over the next several weeks. And we ought to rally behind our leaders in support and to come together. Although I've got to say, 
Governor Wall is shutting everything down on a model that calls for 22,000 deaths in Minnesota, while the Iowa model, a different model, calls for 17 times less in Iowa. Uh, I don't, you know, I don't know. I don't know if that makes a lot of sense. Well, as I told you at the top of the hour, we are honored, we're privileged this week on the Victory Hour to have an exemplar of American freedom and redemption, an American patriot, someone who epitomizes the entrepreneurial spirit of this country and who gives back because he understands the value of freedom and liberty in the United States of America, particularly when you see other countries and the tyranny that they face. He understands it well. What he has done with marketing, Donald Trump did with politics, I would say, bypassing traditional methods and taking it straight to the people. And he did it in the face of all the naysayers, in the face of falling down once, twice, getting up every single time. Like our namesake on this show, Winston Churchill, never, never, never give up. Well, the example of that is the founder, CEO, and president of MyPillow. Yes, the MyPillow guy, but he is much more than that, and that is Mike Lindell. Mike, thank you very much for joining us today on the Victory Hour. Well, thanks for having me on. And uh, it's, uh, I'm in another, I'm actually on the West Coast, so I, I kind of got the time screwed up. I would have been on <laughs> earlier, but I, I'm glad I could get on here. No, we are. Yeah, this uh, is we're... my this is my this is my seventieth for seventy four interviews since uh, my speech from the Rose Garden. Yeah, I am not surprised. I am not surprised. <laughs> it is it is outstanding uh, to have you. And you know, I'll tell you, we're faced with this uh, coronavirus, and people have been talking about what the My Pillow guy did to retrofit operations to move to masks. What is it that triggered your decision to, you know, take uh, the very successful business that you have and move from what you were doing to masks? Well, we've always been, um, I'm always looking, my passion is always to help. And we've always been out in front of things. When we had the uh, Hurricane Harvey, we sent 80,000 pills. We delivered down there, um, the campfires in California. This thing is so, it's an anomaly in history. And we started, I told my employees like a month ago, I said, you guys start coming up with uh, some prototypes for some masks here. And I, at first it was an idea just to keep my own employees and everybody safe. And then I go, um, then I started hearing that there's going to be shortages and, and stuff like that from the, the president was saying stuff like that. So I reached out to the vice president's office and uh, they directed me to this uh, um, this like, coalition that's tra- task force that had already been set up for businesses that for fabric. And so I asked him, I said, what's the, you know, what, what's the, um, um, you know, the, the, you know, what kind of elastic, all these different things. I had all kinds of questions and I ended up outsourcing, finding elastic that was the right elastic. 
You can't make it with latex. But on the same thing, the same um, same day, I told all my employees, I said, let's revamp this whole factory. I said, we're going to go, we're going to make masks. Because by after, by, after talking to them, I realized there was a, a shortage everywhere. And, uh, and uh, so we, uh, it took us three days. We completely uh, revamped our factories so 75% of our production would start making masks. And I wanted to be first and foremost safe for my employees. So we put in, we put in all kinds of protocols where they would come in individually. We'd make sure that they put a mask on, that they wash their hands, and then we let them take breaks whenever they want so they're not in a group. And, and uh, boy, have I learned a lot since then, too. I wanted to get up to 10000 a day right away we were and then i kept i keep raising the bar i think now we're close to forty thousand a day we're working two shifts i've involved four other of my companies that make like the parts of the topper and it's just been amazing and but it's uh but i right now i'm working on task forces you know i'm i just heard you talking you know getting people back to work um you know i've a lot has changed in one week where i'm going into like uh, Walgreens and CBS's and Whole Foods store. going into these places, they finally caught on that hey, you better make them safe, or the or people aren't going to come back in. And and uh, I really believe that we're that if you let the hydrochloroquine, uh, if you let some of these things out and let open some of these things up, it'd be uh, we'd be able to get uh, back to work a lot faster. Yeah, I uh, I agree with you on that, Mike. And I'm going to be talking about it uh, over the next few weeks as well. Uh, Mike Lindell joining us on the Victory Hour, and he will be staying with us through this break. So you make sure that you stay with us uh, through this break. During the break, however, go to Facebook. We're on Facebook Live right now. Send us a comment, a thought, a question, or take out your number two pencil and your yellow pad, which I have right here. And jot down this number and give us a call, 651-289-4488. If we have time, we will get you uh, on the air with uh, Mike Lindell. We're going to be right back. Go to ParkerDK.com for what is often referred to as an award-winning website. AM1280, The Patriot. How can you protect your company's most valuable proprietary information? This is Andrew Parker of the Parker Daniels Keyboard Law Firm. We recently represented a local manufacturing company in an employment lawsuit. Our client learned that a longtime employee was leaving the company to join a direct competitor. The employee intended to help the competitor develop an automated manufacturing system that was a copy of our client's system. The employee did not have a non-compete agreement with our client. We nonetheless filed suit and brought an immediate motion to prevent the employee from beginning work with the competing company. We won, and the employee was prohibited from working for the competitor. Parker Daniels Keyboard's attorneys have been advising companies on employment law matters for decades. And if you find yourself in court, our attorneys are some of the toughest and most experienced employment trial lawyers around. For wise counsel and winning results, contact us at Parker Daniels Keyboard. Go to ParkerDK.com. It pays to be kind when you enter the Kindness Challenge. Each day for 30 days, we'll post a new act of kindness that you can do for others. On May 2nd, you could win $5,000, and a deserving organization will also receive $5,000 in your name. 
You can make a difference in others' lives when you enter. So go to am1280thepatriot.com and click on the Kindness Challenge to enter. You can be rewarded for simple acts of kindness. Keep on loving. Get that Rack Shack attack. Rack Shack barbecue. Pick it up or take it out. RackShackToGo.com or RackShackDelivery.com. It's so easy. Hey, you've been working hard. Half the staff is gone and your crew needs a lift. Go to RackShackToGo.com for pickup or RackShackDelivery.com and we'll bring it out to you. It's America's food and the right thing to do. Get that Mark Twain once quipped, a lie can travel halfway around the world while the truth is still putting on its shoes. When you are lied about and it spreads, the resulting mayhem and destruction can be, and often is, disastrous. Hi, this is Andrew Parker, co-founder of the Parker Daniels Keyboard Law Firm. I recently handled a high-profile defamation lawsuit on behalf of a luxury home real estate agent whose business was decimated by falsehoods spread about him. After nearly two years of litigation and two weeks of trial, the jury came back with a verdict of more than $2 million for our client. Parker Daniels Keyboard. We litigate cases, we try cases, and we win cases. With a record of excellence in achieving extraordinary results, Parker Daniels Keyboard lawyers have consistently won huge verdicts for its clients in the areas of defamation, civil rights violations, regulatory battles, and intellectual property theft. For wise counsel and winning results, contact us at Parker Daniels Keyboard, premier law firm in downtown Minneapolis. When I left Galveston Galveston, oh Galveston That's enough, put down the mic You are a rude, terrible person Yes, indeed Well, we've got to, uh, we got to smile, we got to find some cheer And I do say to all my Christian friends out there Happy Easter This unusual 2020 Easter, and we are joined this Easter Sunday with someone I know who uh, reveres life, reveres faith as much as anyone, and that is Mike Lindell, a man who uh, understands redemption, who understands persistence, perseverance, like few others, and who understands the value of freedom and liberty opportunity that this great country provides, which is one of the reasons he is was one of the early and one of the most staunch supporters of Donald J. Trump and continues to be uh, to this day. To that end, Mike, I just wanted to ask you, uh, you know, about 10, 12 days ago, you were in the Rose Garden with the president. You've been uh, you've received shout-outs from the president a number of other times other than that, but certainly that was a, uh, a big stage uh, with the president. And I know there was media fallout 
related to that and some of the beautiful <laughs> comments that you made as a result of that. Tell us a little bit about uh, what's happened since then. Right. Let me give you, I'll give you a two-minute backstory here. So I was invited to the White House uh, three days uh, prior to there, and they, and it was for a roundtable event. It was an invitation from the vice president, and they said, can you give us, uh, turn in some remarks. Uh, they wanted us to give us some remarks. I go, I've been to a roundtable before. Why these remarks? But anyway, I, I wrote it, and I sent it in and about what we were doing, you know, making masks and stuff, and they said there's going to be some other CEOs there, too. So I flew to Washington. I get in there. We have the roundtable, and there's four other CEOs from I don't, these other companies and the, and the vice president, the president came in and we had run around the table and each one had said what we're doing, you know, with uh, to help the country. And, and if we knew, it, you know, how's it going and all these things. And, and we go to leave out there. to the And if, I said to the vice president, I said, well, we didn't read our remarks. He says, oh, the president might call you up to, at the we're going to go out to the press conference now. And I go, oh, really? So I, would, I thought, wow, that's pretty honored. I get to go out there. And and but before we went out. He was reading his speech and inside going over it, and I, I was sitting in a chair, and I thought, well, I'm going to give a message to the country of hope while I'm out there. Maybe I can, you know, um, not just Beautiful. these remarks that were that I – and so yes. what I did, I get out there, he calls me up, and, and if you heard me ask him, I said, do you mind if I say anything off the cuff right now? Can I, right. can I say something off the cuff? The president said yes, and that's when I said God had turned his – you know, we had turned a nation that turned his back on God, and God gave us grace November 8, 2016. <laughs> and we, we should spend time at home reading our Bibles and with our families. And and it was, uh, I left there, I had 750 text messages. I didn't even know I had that many people had my phone number. And uh, I was, uh, it was just tweeted all over the world. I was hearing all over the world, but there were people like Jim Acosta, all these people just, yeah. Bad mouth in me. Yeah, how dare you say such a thing in the Rose Garden? Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. Jeez. Well, you know what it reminded me of, and I want to tell this story. Anyone out there? I, you know, I was a former crack cocaine addict, and I didn't. When I came out of addiction by the grace of God, I had never voted. I didn't know. I lived in Minnesota all my life. I didn't know anything about politics. I didn't, and nor did I, you know, nor did I think it affected me. Well. In the summer of 2000, but but I did notice all my friends were unemployed, losing their houses. Uh, a president was giving money to evil empires, and it was just you know we, they were giving away trophies at halftime during during uh, softball tournaments. I'm going, everybody gets a first place trophy. What's happening? Where, where did this world I grew up in go? And and anyway, I I was invited by Donald Trump to New York City to Trump Tower. And on August 15, 2016, I get in his office. It was just him and I. And he he started and he says, Mike, you always wear your cross. I said, yeah. And he said, I said, yes. He said, are you a Christian? I said, yes. I said, and this is a divine appointment, Mr. Trump. And we we talked about uh, the inner city, the stuff, you know, that by addiction. He says, well, I'm going to I'm going to wipe out addiction. I'm going to build a wall. We talked about my pillow being made in the USA. All these great things. Now, I left there and I go, wow, he's going to be the greatest president ever. I went and talked to his employees to, to find out if that was even real. And they go, oh, yeah, he's the best leader. He's the best boss. He's done stuff for me personally. I went back to Minnesota and I put out a press release to the media. And normally I could back then I could say I'm walking across the street and I'd have 20 newscasters there. Well, here I put this press release out. And I was completely shunned, except for I was called a racist. Yeah. I was called names. 
and I was attacked. The Better Business Bureau took me from an A-plus to an F. Lawyers in California attacked my business. This is almost like a rerun. But I'm used to it now. Yeah. Now I just double my ass. Now you know how to. Now, now you know ass. how to fight it, and that's a, <laughs> yeah, uh, that's that's all the value in the world. Listen, uh, Mike, what what about this issue that the president is going to face that he says will be, and I got to believe it will be, the biggest, uh, most uh, uh, difficult decision that he will has ever made, and that is regarding the reopening of the economy and how to reopen the economy. What are your thoughts on that? Well, here's my thoughts. One is um, he, we have the best person ever to decide that. He's an information vacuum cleaner, and he makes decisions based on so many. He's one of the best listeners ever. He's taking in all the information. And somebody asked me this the other day, and I said, the problem is the footprint every day changes so rapidly. So he's just still taking it in. But the decision he's going to make, I believe that there's a lot more things that he has to weigh than, than even the public knows. And one of it is, People, there's other things, people staying at home. You got, uh, there was a, just in, I, I don't know what big city it was. I, I want to, I'm not sure, but there was a thing that suicides have went up now. Yes. The longer people stay inside, you're losing people on the other side. We have it right now. If you take away, when I left DC, I was 10 times more optimistic than I, than I was when I got there because he's weighing all these things and he's going to make great decisions and roll back the bureaucracy, the blocks. For example, the, that drug that's out there, that hydroxychloroquine, yes, yes. Hydroxychloroquine. Let me tell you, I personally have friends that live because they got to take that drug. Yes, that drug's being so do blocked, I. But in state, states are blocking that drug. Minnesota is one of them. I have someone very dear to me went to get it, and he goes, Oh, no, we can't prescribe it unless we know 100% you have the, that you have it. Well, let me tell you, they used to take this drug, or they take this drug if you go to other countries for malaria. You yeah. take it like Dremamine on a boat, like a preventative. If it doesn't hurt you, who cares? You, you should pass it out to everybody. Yeah. I would take it just to, you know, if it doesn't do anything to me, there's no side effect. What does it matter? But they're blocking this. They're doing it for other purposes now. You, if you get by that, and then now you have people need to know about um, when you start opening stuff up. I was appalled by the things, businesses that were already open. For one of them was a whole food store, a whole food store went in there. Nobody had masks on. No, it was like business as usual. They're blessed to be open. We asked the manager, why, how come you don't have masks or any preventatives here? This was a week ago. And they said, oh, we're back ordered on Amazon. Well, Jeff Bezos owns the whole foods. He owns Amazon. And how shameful is that? These, they, so, but now just in a week, most businesses out there that are open have completely come full circle and do have stuff in place. Let me tell you, I know enough about masks and stuff now that I've learned from this. If we open businesses and you do that six foot thing and you, and you protect yourself, you know, you can, if everybody wears a mask going into a business, it doesn't matter if it's even a bandana that protects me from you. If you're wearing something over your face and I'm six feet from you, if they use sanitizers up by checkout where you got the credit card machine, um, I'm coming out with, I might make a big announcement myself. I'm looking into a sanitizer that will stay on your hands for 24 hours and washing your clothes. If you wash your clothes, it's good for 60 days. I will know that this week. I'm going to make a big announcement. If I get this, because so many people have came to me with all these different products and stuff and stuff that will work, and this is the best one that I've vetted. 
if I could get that myself and spray it on my mask, now my mask becomes a, basically an sure. N95. My clothes are protected. I could go out anywhere and I feel safe. I don't have to go hug a person. And, you know, to get the president's got a big thing. And I'm sure he's going to bring it back in layers. I mean, you would bring back like your, layers, your yes. South Dakota's, your South Dakota, your North Dakota first. They have very little dairy. You, they're not even in quarantine, but you'd still make their places safe. You know, they still should make it like a preventative, like, you know, a preventative sure. of the businesses that are open. Yeah, it's a rolling uh, opener and it's, it's uh, with preventative. Like it was a. Ro- yeah, yeah, and like precautions. Yeah, yeah. Yep. And he's coming out, and he's going to come out with all the recommendations, but then you have state governors that can override this stuff. That's where you get into trouble. Yeah, that's where you do, and you don't know what the fight is going to end up being. We are joined right. on the Victory Hour by Mike Lindell this uh, Easter Sunday with some thoughts, ideas, uh, and in our own way, prayers as well. For everybody out there dealing with the uh, the issues we face with the coronavirus, and Mike Lindell doing his part for sure uh, by making tens of thousands of masks regularly and continuing to do so, masks that work. And as we start to hopefully reopen the economy slowly and in a safe manner. Those masks are going to come in very, uh, they're going to be very, very important for us all. So we thank uh, Mike Lindell. Mike, are you able to stay with us uh, over this short break for a few more minutes? Yeah, I'd like to bring up addiction while we're at it. All so, right. Yeah, let's, I'll come back. Yeah, let's, let's talk about that on the other side of the break. I've got a note on that as well. It is uh, going to just be a few moments when we will be away from you all. I miss you already. I look forward to having you back. And in the meantime, you go to ParkerDK.com. We're live on Facebook. Join us, follow us, like us, all those wonderful things that technology affords. And be right back. I still might run in silence. Tears of joy might stain my face. And a summer sun might... AM 1280, The Patriot. Mark Twain once quipped, a lie can travel halfway around the world while the truth is still putting on its shoes. When you are lied about and it spreads, the resulting mayhem and destruction can be, and often is, disastrous. Hi, this is Andrew Parker, co-founder of the Parker Daniels Keyboard Law Firm. I recently handled a high-profile defamation lawsuit on behalf of a luxury home real estate agent whose business was decimated by falsehoods spread about him. After nearly two years of litigation and two weeks of trial, the jury came back with a verdict of more than $2 million for our client. Parker Daniels Keyboard. We litigate cases, we try cases, and we win cases. With a record of excellence in achieving extraordinary results, Parker Daniels Keyboard lawyers have consistently won huge verdicts for its clients in the areas of defamation, civil rights violations, regulatory battles, and intellectual property theft. For wise counsel and winning results, contact us at Parker Daniels Keyboard, premier law firm in downtown Minneapolis. Limitless access to intelligent talk. Stream AM 1280 The Patriot with our free app, your smart speaker, or with iHeart, TuneIn, and Radio.com. We live in the Twin Cities, but serve worldwide. 
If you could do one thing that changed you forever, would you? How about something exciting and extraordinary? A bucket list item with years of memories packed into 10 days. Make 2020 a year you'll never forget. And join me, Sebastian Gorka, and my friend Mike Lindell on the Stand with Israel tour this December 2nd to 11th. Journeying through one of the most politically and spiritually significant places in the world. And you'll see over 40 iconic sites straight from history. Register at am1280thepatriot.com. Your first year of Christian school is half price through TwinCitiesTuitions.com. If you see public school as a negative influence on your child's faith, it's time to make a change. To find out more about our half price Christian school tuition program, visit TwinCitiesTuitions.com. Did your employer make you sign a promissory note when joining the company, and now you want to leave but you're afraid your firm will pursue you personally for that debt? This is Jesse Keyboard from the law firm Parker Daniels Keyboard. I recently represented a client who had signed such a note, and I was able to get them out of their $500,000 debt to their company, which allowed them the freedom to exit a bad employment situation and enter a much better one. Meeting our clients' objectives is our focus at Parker Daniels Keyboard, and in this regard, we win. Our experienced trial team of lawyers at Parker Daniels Keyboard have secured major victories in state and federal courts across the country and through arbitration. We have the legal expertise in all types of business disputes, labor and employment matters, real estate matters, shareholder disputes, financial transactions, security issues, and appeals. For wise counsel, winning results, contact us at Parker Daniels Keyboard, a premier litigation law firm that provides efficient, aggressive, and innovative solutions to complex legal problems. Wise counsel, winning results. Go to ParkerDK.com. By the time I get to Phoenix, she'll be rising. She'll find the note I left hanging. On her door. She'll find that note I left hanging on the door. She'll Don't make me press that button again. <laughs> Come on. All right. A much more serious subject we turn to. Two years ago, the academic article from, uh, it was uh, written by a couple of Taiwanese researchers, found as it relates to recessions, there's a 1% when there's a 1% rise in unemployment, it leads to one additional suicide for every 100,000 people. 5%, you're going to get 16,500 additional uh, suicides here. 10%, up 30,000 additional suicides. In addition, Americans ages 50 and, uh, between 50 and 75 a study in the Archives of Internal Medicine found the unemployed are 35% more likely to suffer a heart attack. There are some 20 million Americans with cancer, 30 million with heart disease, 34 million with diabetes, 35 million with chronic lung disease, and the supply chains regarding health, medicine, as well as response to these pre-existing conditions gets interrupted and cannot be delivered oftentimes in economic lockdowns. If just one in 1,000 of these people who have these millions of different diseases, these millions of people uh, who have these several different diseases, 
can't get their medication or get to a hospital or be treated as they need to, if just one in 1,000, that's 75,000 deaths. And that does not mention the National Survey of Drug Use and Health that found the rate of drug addiction could be as much as double for those who are unemployed. And we just added 16 million of them to our unemployed ranks. Mike Lindell, uh, what are your thoughts as it relates to addiction and the economic difficulties that we face? Well, well, they, there is another stat that uh, that we're that you're kind of missing out in that. That is, uh, before this came on, before this pandemic came on, I was uh, I was talking to a guy and he said, uh, he goes, you know, Mike, to get people, we were talking about this. Uh, we're in the times for a great revival, and he said, he goes, you know. He goes, people don't reach out to God or, the, or their faith until and unless there's something terrible is happening, like the Great Depression. I said, no. I said, in, in the Great Depression, they had God, but they were praying for physical things, food and so on. I said, we have, we have the greatest opportunity ever. We have addiction. Addiction affects uh, everyone, no matter how many forks you eat with. And before this pandemic, people were dying right and left with heroin and opiates and everything. Well, Right, and who's reaching out for hope and faith more than addicts or their families? Well, right now you have everyone at home living in fear. I said it the other day on a national radio show. I said, this is an opportunity. You're sitting at home, I think, from the Rose Garden. I said, you know, read your Bibles and stuff. Well, it's also time, if you're an addict and you've made it through, more than likely you made it through with a faith-based treatment center like a Teen Challenge or a Salvation Army or a Union Gospel, these things that work. And uh, and you should be reaching out to your friends, your own age, that have that are still on drugs out there. Make this the biggest AA meeting in history with Jesus as our higher power. Wow, what a beautiful thought. I mean, really, I hadn't thought. Yeah, yeah. you're right. I didn't think about it that way at all. People, right, people need to, and this is Easter, what a time, the resurrection. People need to, you need, and if you're an addict at home, I'm going to tell anyone that's sitting at home, you can't get your drugs now or whatever, a lot of them can't, and you're at home. Use this time. You all, you all know some of your friends that have died. You know terrible things that have happened. My story is a, my own story is a story of hope. But get someone that you know your own age that has made it through and reach out to him. He would love to talk to you about how he made it through, how he got through. What a and beautiful, what you know, beautiful message what, from uh, uh, Mike Mike Lindell. Right. Mike, I appreciate that very, very much. It's something I, I certainly hadn't thought about. And uh, it is a message on this Easter Sunday that needs to be heard. It's now heard on a smart plane talk with the Victory Hour. Listen, we're live each week. You can listen in on podcast, watch us on Facebook, follow us, like us. Next week, Republican Party Chair Jennifer Carnahan on the show. Thank you very much to Mike Lindell. Until next week, stay safe, love your fellow, follow your truth, and we'll talk again. Enjoy the week. can be expressed in a single word. Freedom, justice, honor, duty, mercy, and hope. AM 1280, The Patriot.
Okay, we are running a car drive right now to help veterans all across America. So if you have an old car, truck, or van, even a motorcycle or an RV sitting around, you can right now give it away and help the vets. They really need your help. And your car will help support the vets and their families. And guess what? You even get a tax donation. Plus, we'll even come and pick up your car for free. And all you've got to do is pick up your phone right now and make a free call. Now is the perfect time to do something good for the vets. Give back to the vets right now for all they've done for this country. And your old car can really help them. So call the Veterans Car Donation Program right now for free pickup of your vehicle. Help the vets and help your taxes at the same time. Call right now. 800-218-9520. 800-218-9520. 800-218-9520. 